apparently he's at his uh, a relative's house, like, yes, and you're I'm just in there like I had sex. I know. <laughs> well, that's not nearly as bad as how it usually goes around here. So, oh, uh, boy. good, good. Ah, oh, family. Ah, family. Incoming transmission from an unknown source. It seems to be urgent. Patching them through. They're calling themselves the Holonet Marauders. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Holonet Marauders podcast. Uh, happy to be back. <laughs> happy to be here. I'm, a- I'm AJ, joined as Dancing always around. by Jamie and Matt. Once again, Hello. you're getting the trio this week. Very howdy. happy, very happy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Howdy, 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 howdy. How is everyone doing? Howdy, Fine. howdy, howdy. Um, doing all right. This is Today, another uh, episode in which we kind of planned right before we started, and it was a mad dash. We're great at that. We're good at that. That's our, our ultimate skill. Hold is on. It, that's our, that's our special Jones. feature. I have Indiana Jones on the TV. I need to turn it off. It's distracting me. All right. Oof. Which one? <laughs> I thought I could leave it the first one. I thought I could leave it on and be like, fine. But as soon as the thing started, I'm looking up and I'm like, ooh, this is a good scene. So I got to turn it off. All right. Today, <laughs> if you guys have uh, been watching our podcast all this time, all we've done all this time. Is that the quote from Rise of Skywalker? No. Anywho. <laughs> we're here to make a bounty hunter. Build a bounty hunter. Build a bounty hunter time. The, build a bear bounty hunter. Build a bear style. In the same vein as our build a Jedi. I'm going to make the yeah. thumbnail a, a build a bear in the back, but I'm going to cross out bear and just put bounty hunter. There and, you go. Yeah, that'll be all fun. Right. So And, and leave this in too. You don't have to cut this. Oh, yeah, out. I'll leave it in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in the past, we've made a Jedi, true to Wasa, a Gungan Jedi who had like yep. the strength of Ben Solo. I think he had Luke's lightsaber. I don't remember. But anywho. Wow. How did we forget true to Wasa's stats? He did not have Luke's lightsaber because we would not have picked that. How have we not had yeah, like anyway? That's not him. what we're talking about today. We're not talking about true to Wasa. Um, eventually, <laughs> we're talk about, we're talking about him. Whatever this guy's name or girl's or name girl. is going to be. And I hope I can pick the name. The skills will be, or what are we calling these? Attributes? I was just going to say, attributes. the way that it goes is we have these attributes that we yep. each pick at random. And we're going to, you know, build our bounty hunter from. So it's very similar to our, like, a use speeder salesman and, like, build a, build a Jedi, like you said. So it's the same okay. deal with that. So, AJ, so what are our attributes? Personality. Scheme slash brain. <laughs> That's my favorite uh, title. Schemes. Species, weapon, armor, and special feature. So most of those are pretty self-explanatory. Species can be anything. The first two have to come from a bounty hunter. Uh, the weapon? Do you guys think the weapon has to come from a bounty hunter? Or could we get I crazy that with that? that would be like preferred. Yeah. All of, the, all of the things that I have are from bounty hunters because I didn't know the rules until just now and well, the as rules always should be from a bounty hunter i have yeah. a few exceptions and if i get chosen yeah we'll let you do your exceptions you guys can veto it but we'll see i follow okay. the rules just remember that <laughs> we didn't even know what the rules were until like four minutes ago so this is true, this is true. <laughs> and the the special feature that's kind of a confusing one so that when i planned that out i had like you know, Boba Fett's jackpack or Django Fett's backpack. Uh, jackpack. Jet, jetpack. Jackpack. Not backpack. Love those jackpacks. Boba goes back to school. <laughs> part one. Uh, with his rocket, <laughs> his missile in the back. And what's another special feature? Um, Cad Bane's boots, rocket boots. So or... now we can't pick those. I think that all of those were pretty self-explanatory. Devil and then I, I love I love how you straight up were like, yeah. oh, these are all self-explanatory. And you're like, species, obviously, it's what they are. And it's like, that's like literally the most self-explanatory. It literally oh, explained yeah. itself. But special web uh special feature is kind of that is self-explanatory, but I figured something I would additional still that a bounty yeah. hunter would bring to the table. Yeah, and, right. and and you know, some bounty hunter that we've seen in the past has brought to the table that we could implement. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, so let's get let's started, I guess. Begin. Yeah. Let me add my little randomizer here. So who will get to make a selection first? There goes the wheel. Ooh. Hey. AJ. So this is for personality. For so personality. Get to select the personality. I'm going to go with Devil Lompop. All right. Brand All right. new character. 
Yeah. Uh, kind of inspired this episode, I guess. You know, the War of the Bounty Hunters arc going on. Bounty Hunters are just hot right now. And <laughs> Bounty Hunters, so hot. Devil right on now. Pop. And also Devil on right Pop. Now. Yeah. <laughs> very, yeah. So great personality. Like in the in the comic by Justina Ireland, she did an amazing job portraying her and whatnot. And yeah, she's funny, witty, smart, very schemy, but that's more of the brain. But what do you guys think? Good one? I like it for personality. It's a good personality to have. Yeah. Very charismatic. I like it. I like it. So personality, devil on pop. We're already on to our next one. (laughs) Look at that. Wow. What a quick selection. Five minutes in. We just like agreed. So for schemes slash brain. Yes. Wait, no, that's not what that's not the one I wanted. (laughs) Well, this is a disaster. Um, let's see. What do I have? That's literally all of the categories. I have a specific thing that I picked and I was like super excited about, except for scheme slash brain. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm-hmm. Think outside the box or think, or think inside the box. Or think inside the box. Yeah. You can always go with the obvious pick. I know that's not your style though. Hmm. Yeah. It's not my style usually. And all of my other ones are outside the box. I was very proud of them. Should we let Matt get another round and someone else goes this time? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. If he can't do that. All right, all right. Let me reload him back in. All right. Thanks, guys. Hopefully you don't get selected again now. We're all about about fun here and about the process. Yeah. It's It's not like we're trying to challenge you. It's just Matt again. Okay, okay, hang on, hang on. Matt, you should I go to the w- casino after this. Let me... I don't want to. No, nope, dropped... I'm getting unlucky. All right, Matt, I dropped you <laughs> off completely. So now it's cool. just between AJ and me. So okay. we'll only pick one of us. And then it picks me. Okay. Hey. Okay. So. Jamie's choice. Reload Matt back into the wheel there for later. All right. So schemes. Schemes. Uh, schemes and brain. I am going to have to pick. I'm going to have to pick Django Fett because uh, he originally uh, just took the job, you know, that is set for life, but he's just a simple man making his way through the galaxy. So, I mean, like, does he have a long-term plan? He has an entire army of himself, technically. So So does that come with this bounty hunter? Does this bounty hunter have clones of themselves? Maybe that's part of their scheme. Maybe they're making deals. And Jacob, yeah. Fett, yeah, like I said, he's he's pretty smart. Other than you know, charging headfirst right into a Jedi. Um, yeah, but with a like broken jetpack. Hey, you know, can't win. Yeah, get, whatever. If you get taken out by a Jedi, I mean that that happens. That's an honorable like, way to go, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most of the time, unless you're running headfirst into them with absolutely head, no plan, headfirst, head, and head, then head your head wise. goes that way. Yeah. I still think Jacob Fett for the uh, schemes in the brain, even though he uh, loses his head. Yeah, I mean because. I well, <laughs> all the clones are very smart, so and yeah. they're great at tactics and whatnot. Right. And so by extension, Django, so. You got yeah. even though they're kind of altered, but still. Oh well. So am I picking the clones or am I picking Django? Well, never You're know. Picking... How does Django's thinking <laughs> differ from Boba's thing? I know I, they are two separate people, but hmm, they're two Boba's separate people. A, That's how it differs. Boba's kind of a dumb dumb sometimes. So <laughs> and he he did lose Han Solo. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's going to get him back eventually. Very goofy in Return of the Jedi. Well, you know what else is goofy in Return of the Jedi? Everything. That's true. <laughs> Especially uh Han. But then then again, you know, like Boba pops up and is like, you have my armor. But like he didn't get his armor from Cobb Vanth. And he's like, I'm going to follow you around. Try to get my yeah, armor. I need to know what's going on. We'll find out. Yeah, what's, what's going, going on? on? If only they were making a show about him. He's just, Maybe coming he's, out later this year. I know. I wish, right? <laughs> to fill in the blanks to tell us all about what's going on there. Oh, well. If only. If if only. All right, all right. So next one is a species. So this is a big one where hey, that's on a roll. All so right. This is a big one. It can be someone outside of a bounty hunter. It is just any species, technically. So. But I am going with a species that we've seen in a bounty hunter before, but did not get utilized nearly enough to their full potential. Mm. Clawdite. Yes. Yes. I wrote that down too. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Very nice. Sam Wessel, for some reason, and I will never understand this as long as I live, George Lucas made the bounty hunter in episode two a 
a shapeshifter, a changeling, and that's never utilized. Mm-hmm. She looks like a, a a human female, and that's it. She doesn't she like, just she's she hiding out in the bar and changed. Yeah, doesn't change or doesn't change shape or do anything. She you know just decides to look like a human female until yeah. she dies, and then she becomes her. You know, imagine if she like. Do you have, do you think it's like she has to see it and then shapeshift into it? Like, a, like so was, there were plenty of species. No, in I know, there. but I was gonna say like, what if she shapeshifted into like Mace Windu or something and was like, hey, like, Great. hey, Anakin and Obi Wan, what are you doing at this bar? What are you yeah. doing here, Master Windu? What are you doing here? Or uh. she could have shapeshifted into either Anakin or Obi Wan, and then they could have had the whole Mister Crab. I'm the real Mister Crab situation. <laughs> see, this is making me think of Men in Black too. And that's how she got her original human female look is she looked at like one of those billboards and mm, yeah. right, was yeah. like, I'm going to switch. I'm going to become like a model. Good call. Well, with most shapeshifters, that's how it like works. Like the entire like plot in the beginning of Captain Marvel with the scrolls is they, they yep. shapeshift into the surfers and then into the old woman. And the then she punches, yeah. them and punches the old woman in the face and everyone on the train's like, ah! Yeah. And she pretends to be, or he pretends to be, um, uh. Oh, and then he pretends to be Agent Coulson. Yeah, Coulson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't sleep on that, guys. That's a great scene. Great sequence. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So yeah, I think cool, cool. our bounty hunter could benefit greatly if they could uh, have the ability to look like anybody or anything in the galaxy. Definitely. Just, Good uh, choice. I like that. Just going with that. Do you want to know what I have chosen? What did, what did you have? Gungan. Gungan. <laughs> <laughs> I also had Trandoshan because their arms and their limbs can grow back. So yeah. that's valuable, but it's valuable, but it's not as valuable as like our world. True. Since, you know, yeah. you can just literally buy a new arm anyway. I'm very glad that chosen. Gungan didn't come up because can you imagine we have a Gungan bounty hunter and a Gungan Jedi already in our roster? I, I mean, quit. theoretically, with the Claudite, I did choose Gungan. Yes. Yeah, true. That's allowed. So, oh, man. If it's someone draws clever. this one up, we want someone to draw that Jedi up. Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. But if someone draws this one up, it could be anything. So. We want smart. Could be anything. You're right. All right. Uh, next one is the weapon. The weapon of a bounty hunter. This weapon is your life. I have some controversial uh, co- choices, so I don't... Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, AJ, what's your controversial choice for a weapon here for this bounty hunter? Lightsaber. No! Martian Rowe. Too controversial. Too controversial. Martian Rowe had a stolen lightsaber. For like stolen. half a book. Then he dropped it. It was great. It was right, great right. But... And then like Ty Yorick is a lightsaber for hire. But I thought it would be geez. cool. I mean, it is cool, but I think I think with the bounty hunter, it's explicitly like we want non-Jedi traits for this bounty yeah. hunter. Hmm. Can we do two weapons? Because I thought of another melee style weapon. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Why not? I'm I'm stuck between either the vibro blades that like Dryden Voss has or just a big vibro axe. Those aren't the two. I'm stuck between those. And then I feel like they should also have a blaster. Maybe I could uh well, okay. Can can works. we I, I have a really good idea? I was gonna I'll say choose we one. We'll spin again. You, someone can choose the secondary weapon or the primary weapon, whatever. So okay. I'll choose Okay. I will choose Dryden Voss's uh style vibro blades cool he's like a slicers yeah yeah those are pretty rad okay i love those ah, man i like that a lot i had this and then right, my cannon he uh they have a lightsaber so sure that can be like oh from a bounty they killed the jedi that's how you get it yeah yeah it adds to the story. I have a feeling this wheel thinks it picked me too much and is not gonna pick me <laughs> this thing's all over the place yeah i don't what's know what's going on, on now and- I was right. (laughs) (laughs) It took forever. Okay. Um, Right. So so, I choose. Right. No. You guys are presenting options. Oh, you choose. No, no, no. Because it's it's the the main weapon. Because we just added in an extra category. Um, but we'll still be the last two to choose for the next ones. Um, regardless. So for a main weapon, I have to go with Embo's bowcaster. Because it's like highly customized and it's like more powerful than like a regular Wookiee bowcaster, which is already mm. really powerful. But Embo's, right. which is like kind of also like a Chirrut's like staff that also pops into like a bowcaster. But I gotta go with that because that is like a really powerful weapon. I think it's really cool. And if I was to ever make a custom Mandalorian, I 100% would do a bowcaster. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> That's pretty rad. You, you guys want to hear what mine would be would have been? Sure. Yes. 
Axe Tagrin. What is that? He's the bounty hunter from Resistance. If you remember oh, that two yeah. that episode was a two-parter. arc, yeah. And you know what he? You know what he has? I don't remember. He has an axe. His name is Axe. Hey, I almost <laughs> chose an Axe. Axe Tagrin. Yeah, no, he he's got like this like glowing green axe energy. He also has like a crazy double oh, blaster thing. I remember that he's episode got, like, arc. Yeah, cool oh ass God, armor. That was that was the Sonara heavy like arc. I remember that. That was a good arc. Was, like, yeah. With them and oof, oof, yeah, that's good. And they found the other BB unit, I think. Yeah, cool. something like that. Got to rewatch. Hidden out. Yeah. Got to rewatch. Cool. Okay. Um. Next one is armor the armor so i had a great choice for armor but i can't choose unfortunately between me and matt again because aj has already made two selections choice for armor if i'm being honest so maybe don't land on me i don't know (laughs) the wheel knows (laughs) that's fair i guess all right so for my choice in armor i am going with tam posla's armor which has always been like one of my favorite designs, um, woefully underutilized, created, and then really not utilized at all, except for like in one background scene. In, right. I think either Solo or Rogue One. You love Tamposla. I love Tamposla, yeah. and he and he's not even those that, who don't know. Uh, that's what he looks like. Look at that! How cool is that look? That's such yeah. a that cool is really look. cool. It's, they took because I know like the Guavian Death Gang which originally was a design for Kylo Ren. They, yeah. they adapted it into the Guardian Death Gang. And then that look also reminds me of that kind of like, you know, this helmet with like the, like a, like a piece, like a visible piece, like in the middle of the visor. Uh, so that's what, that's who I'm going with. Uh, I'm giving them Tamposla's armor or something. Same helmet included. Like that. Helmet included. Well, helmet. Yeah. Helmet but they're changeling, the so maybe they... There's, there's a lot of options here. I like it, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they don't what, have to um, get a helmet if they don't want to. What would you have chosen, Jamie? And then I'll say what I would have chosen. What I would have chosen? I would have been, like, very basic. I would have picked a Din Djarin's uh, Beskar armor. You yeah, can't beat it. I was, I was thinking <laughs> that because it's bullet, I mean, literally it blaster-proof. Yeah, but you literally can't pretty, beat it. pretty powerful. I was thinking customized, used, found, whatever you want to call it, uh, old clone armor. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. It well, been maybe... Cool. You know what? Tamposla's armor, it's like maybe the helmet and like the chest piece and then everything else is like scrapped up like clone armor and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, we can we can mix and match. Yeah. We can mix and match. This is, this is our character. We can we can do what we want. I mean, like, I just got to pull up like Tamposla again here. Hang on. Tamposla's great. Obviously, the helmet, like Matt said, it's really similar to the Guavian Death Gang, but he has like a viewfinder. Yeah. rangefinder whatever that is but these ammo pouches that's very similar to a lot of the stuff that you see on um like the shore troopers and the mud troopers they all have ammo pouches like that and like those shoulder bells are also like kind of similar like that which is cool to see I like how, so like, it's interesting there's a bunch of like reused sports equipment here it looks like, I like know. shoulder shoulder pads yeah. all that. and then like a catcher's like chest guard or whatever you call Dude, it. i know he's like great look at this it's very cool I like this a lot. I would go he, as far to say that looks he looks cooler than Boba Fett. Whoa, that's big. Kind of has like, the same pose going on. If you're interested in Tam Posla uh, with his poses, um, <laughs> read the Doctor Afra <laughs> comics. He he has a some cool moments in there. I still don't really like how they treated him. But Is there a figure of him? No, no. I would have, dude. I would have bought that in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? He looks awesome. Okay. Let's see. So woefully underutilized. I believe Jamie that gets to choose special. I get feature. to pick the last one. Yeah. So that was the last one left. So special feature. Um, let's see. Oh, special feature. Special feature. I think that I'm between so like they... two. So I'm going to pick. <laughs> I'm gonna pick dirge <laughs> because like well no no because like I think it's hilarious because that I'm picking it at all because like I, I'm not even, <laughs> dirge is just so silly to me but the fact you can like slice him apart and he'll just be like and just like pop back together like that's Isn't like that based uh, on his species though yeah but that's one. his like special feature so like this this claudite <laughs> can be chopped but, in half and then just hey, and just like, I got, reattach it so <laughs> I got lightsaber vetoed but we're throwing. Dirge I can, can I, be... I can pick a different one. I can pick a different one. 
I think I'm going to veto that because that's specifically based on his species. I agree with you. And if you had gone with, say, uh, speeder lancing, I would have picked that in like (laughs) 0.2 seconds. Okay. Um, I'm going to switch then. Uh, so a special feature I'm going to pick is a heightened, heightened, like tracking abilities and being able to be like super stealthy, um, pretty much like in the terms of how like death stick is how like she is like a shadow, essentially. Um, I love how we're also, we picked a lot of like newer, like ish bounty hunters. Um, like I, I love everything about death stick so far. She gives me huge, like, um, league of assassins vibes with like Ra's al Ghul's like people and whatnot. Cause it's just like, oh, like. Like, cause we recently, AJ and I were playing um, Arkham City, and uh, there's like literally like the assassin like sitting in the glass case, and like it just yeah, looks true. so cool. And then showing like Death Stick, I'm like, that looks just like one of the League of Assassins assassins. And I'm like, it does yeah, mm. yeah. So uh, the special feature would be I love Black Widow on the back of that comic. Um, <laughs> Good movie. I love uh, yeah, definitely. I, I yeah. So the special feature is being able to like blend in with the shadows and just like strike from afar which is very like important for an assassin or bounty hunter matches with her species as well being able to or his species i guess we haven't chosen right Right. well i'm picturing more of a i'm picturing a woman now just because i think we've picked a lot of female bounty hunters we have stuff let's see so aj are you picking the name you do have a name and we're giving him the name do you want to summarize all the features first before we do the name Okay, so, so our bounty hunter has the personality of Devilompop, the scheming and brain of Django Fett. Uh, they are Claudite, that's their species, or Changeling, whatever you want to call them. Uh, weapon of choice number one is Embo's Bowcaster. Their secondary weapon is uh, Vibroblades, or the ones we see Dread Boss use. I don't know if there's like a difference, but just to be specific, um, armor Tamposla. Very cool looking armor. Good choice, Matt. And the special feature is uh, the tracking and uh, tracking ability of Death Stick. Tracking and stealth ability. Stealth stealth. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's great. I mean, we really, we created like a sniper. Yeah. Because they have like a bowcaster and close combat, like, you know, knives. Plus they're like super stealthy and like can... I like how... Matt pretty much chose the look because Matt got species and armor or like outfit. So that was and you guys cool. chose like equipment and personality. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like with like this, it could have gone either way. We could have ended up ba- making someone who was like, just like bust down the door and like shoot everyone or just like do someone who's from afar. So there's one of two ways it's going to gone. And I'm not surprised <laughs> that it wanted to be a stealthy and assassin. They can talk their way out of things because they have the personality of Devil on Pop. Yeah. Or go. they could talk their way into things, yeah. if you know what I mean. <laughs> and they can eat people like Devil on Pop, too, because, again, they're a changeling. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So, the name. I had... We're going to go with a female. Okay. Sounds good. Well, that's kind of what Matt said, so I, I, I agree with him. But my name I came up with was Prickly Pete. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, we can... So we can work off of that. <laughs> that is one of my favorite sound no of Pete. all time. Snoopy and Prickly Snoopy Pete. And prickly Pete. <laughs> <laughs> he How just sticks a nose off the top of his head. Prickly Melu run. No, it has to have the P in it. it has to. We need the yeah. we need the uh, alliteration. Alliteration is that for vowels? Yeah. Then what's the? No, the same beginning letters. Yeah. What's the consonant version of that? Is that also no? Whatever, forget it. Forget I said. I, uh, what? How about we just okay. call them Melu Run? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you know <laughs> what? Fine, because like pink Melu Run. I don't know. Pink Melu. Throw an adjective in there. Why they have to be pink, huh? Couldn't it be black, like Black Widow, Black Melu? Oh, black I like Black Black Melu Run. That's the Black Melu Run. Black Melu Run. Melu Run. This person, this character is very Black Widowish. So That's Black Melu Run. <laughs> wow see we, we we teamed up there we went from Pete to black mailer on this is Very this nice. is a good this was a good uh, brainstorming session it was wow wow black mailer run guys there it is that's wonderful wonderful <laughs>
good. from here, is there anything else you wanted to say on our build a bounty hunter? <laughs> no, nothing else to be said. I mean, no, like, they're really, yeah. These really things are, always um, go faster than we think that they will because we just like once we start like spewing off the answers, we're like, all right, that's it, it's done. Yeah. Um, we have a, another topic to discuss. Speaking of spewing off, because we'll spew off a lot about this, the the news of the the High Republic since it was San Diego Comic Con, Stay at Home Comic Con, whatever it's called now, and they had all the, the five authors on there and five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was a, a panel that was pre-recorded, hosted by the Higher Public uh, show host Christina Ariel, and um, she talked with each of the authors, and it was really cool. And they each revealed what they're going to be doing next. So we have official confirmation that Phase Two begins in January of the Higher Public, and so we're getting all those new releases next year. And they released uh, all the different titles. And guess what, AJ? I hope you wrote them down because I threw out my sticky notes about this because I yeah. We have beginning January 2022, The Light of the Jedi Goes Dark is the tease. Yeah, that's the so, overall theme of this uh, phase. The two. next big book, the next uh, big boy book, as I call them, The Fallen Star by Claudia Gray. We don't know what will happen that, so I can't really break it down, but that's the next big chapter of a. Uh, how do I word that? Because the other so books that's are a, important too, but that's the next. So that's uh, a direct essential. sequel to Rising Storm. So if you were to read any of the High Republic, read um, the adult level books, which are Light of the Jedi, Rising Storm, and will be now The Fallen Star. So when we say adult book, think of like when you go into your bookstore, there's the kids section, there's the young adult section, everything else in the store is adult technically so that's what we mean by that in like adult fiction if you were to go find any of the star wars books like thrawn um alphabet, alphabet squadron anything like that it's adult technically um right. but anyone can read it we also Obviously not like a young child but <laughs> i believe this will be a young adult book is mission to disaster by justina ireland so that's kind of the been... kids one so that is the okay. middle grade reader so it's like yeah magic tree house level like reading of books so we don't know. Me, so. <laughs> we don't know much on those two, unfortunately. So these next two, we we do know a bit about. Eye of the Storm will be a massive. I almost want to call it a graphic novel because apparently there'll be two very large comics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't really fit. know the difference between a graphic novel and a comic. Well, I think when I think of graphic novel, I think like, I mean, I think of like Persepolis. You know, we had to read that for summer reading once. So I think of like that was my first like. Right. book that was a big comic so i think that they, so, they classify it differently in the form of like trades so like trade paperback in that sense for like the graphic novels it's usually about six um comic issues five to six or so and so eye of the storm is going to be a comics release from charles, charles soul right which is very exciting for mm -hmm. uh, all you of know, us i was gonna say for matt and i but covering covering the origins of a character in a comic book is something that charles soul has gotten to do now yeah right he did of a villain yeah. Rise of, yeah, Rise of yeah. Kylo Ren and, and fleshing you know, them out really well. I think uh, so. That that's, I'm glad he's getting to do it. For yeah, sure. we haven't even said it. Eye of the Storm is going to be about the Eye of the Storm, Marcion yeah. Rowe, <laughs> yeah. which, which is like one of like the best parts of the High Republic so far. And so it'll be a huge comic run. Um, he said it's only going to be two issues, but there, it's like 60 pages worth worth of content, which is an incredible amount. So we'll keep our eyes peeled to see what that's actually going to be like released as. I'm hoping it's actual like some sort of like soft cover like book type thing not just like a really thick comic because that's gonna be like rough that'd be amazing so, <laughs> yeah that would be something i that's probably my number one thing because martian rose probably my favorite character of the high republic th thus far which is hilarious because it's an era about the jedi and whatnot i know but yeah i mean i, mean, I, I always jedi, I, guess. I always kind of fall for the villain but well maybe we'll get to our, our favorite characters of the high republic so far after this but the Ooh, okay. other one, which also might be my favorite, but I can't decide, is Midnight Horizon by Daniel Jose Older. And that is a... No, that's sorry. No, that's his comic series. That's so this is something series. different. Right. So Midnight Horizon by Daniel Jose Older is the, uh, the young adult novel in phase two that's going to be coming out in January. And we don't really have any details about it yet. So that oh, one's a separate I thought Midnight thing. Horizon was the, the noir one. No. no. What is that no, called? No, he just something... announced it. So, uh, yeah, so checking into it, the comic that's coming out this fall from DJ Older is called Trail of Shadows. And so that one, which sounds much more like it would be like a detective story, like the Trail of yeah, Shadows. And so that is a set in the High Republic 
it's like a noir, noir detective thing, thing with yeah. a detective I'm and a so Jedi teaming up to Sean, yeah. look yes. into like Which is, Nihil stuff. It's Spook yeah. City. It's pretty it's much Spook what City. Well, it's High Republic, and it's like, <laughs> ah. oh my gosh, uh, yeah. So like th- that is like what like Wave Three of Phase One will be is like that We're comic, one more. the audio book, um, which is about Lorna D. Yeah. In which yep. uh, Kevin Scott pretty much said that it's going to be Lorna D. Locked up. Very interesting. We went on all time on that. Um, and the edge of balance, and then I think that there might be a few like other like smaller things with like comics that are still going to the be like finished line, up. The adventures comics and the graphic novel Monster at Temple Peak. Right. Oh, right. Yorick, yes. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. That one's just still like under Matt the rug. Saying, it feels like I'm excited about that because I love Ty Yorick. She's Matt was saying favorite. that yeah. he. I think it was you, Matt. That you you're sad that it's a prequel. I am. I wanted to explore Ty York after she stopped. But we don't being know anything. We don't know anything about her beforehand, really. So right. I think a prequel is perfect. I mean, yeah, if it I explores mean... her origins, like what happened to her back in the day to like make her leave the Jedi Order and feel so like you know lost and alone, then sure, I guess you know that that'll be good. But if it's just like her monster hunting adventures, I think that's cool enough. But I want now that I've gotten to know the character in her state from the rising storm i want to continue on that track i want to follow her you know development it's yeah i mean i don't she's i didn't see her rejoining the jedi order for sure like right off the bat um so i you know her hunting monsters i in my opinion could have taken place anywhere but now she's going to be all moody and grumpy yeah hey maybe it'll be cool (laughs) no i'm looking i'm looking forward to it nonetheless (laughs) i love ty york so any ty york content i can get i'm in yeah i was gonna talk about we've all read rising storm at this point so anyone listening or watching uh if you haven't finished rising storm we're probably gonna talk about some spoilers here but we mentioned uh lorna d locked up and it makes sense it makes sense that she's locked up i think she's locked up by marcian Rowe because i mean i could be totally wrong but he or she disobeyed his his actions you know well, not disobeyed but Marshan Rowe pretty much killed Panada, but Panada was revived by Lorna D. So Marshan Rowe caught wind of that, I imagine. And he's yeah. gonna be pissed because like, Lorna she, D, what are you doing? So, she does talk about in the book, she does talk about like how she was coming up with an excuse to explain, you know, Panada's coming back and, and going off and doing his own thing. But she like betrayed him too. She, you know, because so she betrayed right, she, she she betrayed both and she yeah. sent she sent Panetta out. Like she's like, oh, we're gonna go do this thing. We're, so go attack this. Yeah, the side. And Marshawn Rose be pissed station. about that because yeah. he was pissed about the first attack on the station. I don't know how pissed he's gonna be, other than maybe the waste of well, um, clearly Panetta's storm. But like, other yeah. than that, like he did, you know, because he had already tried to kill Panetta like multiple times. Um, so you know, having Panetta dead doesn't really affect him too much. I think locking I, her up would be a not that bad of a punishment because we've seen what Martian does to people that betray him before. Like I don't think it's going to be Martian so. Rowe that's locking her up. I think that she's going to somehow make a mistake or get left behind on Grisol, and I think it's the Republic that's going to like capture she her. She already pieced out, though, didn't she? Yeah, she, she made it out, didn't she? Yeah, her no, ship was being she... like held back, and she got off. Yeah, I don't. Well, regardless, I I don't think that it's Marcian Rowe who's going to catch her. Unfortunately, I think that it's the Republic that's going to catch her. He'll track her and, down. Yeah, that, yeah. That makes sense well, too. either way, I think that's what's going to happen. I actually, kind of think that sounds more exciting because now she's got to escape from like Republic escape jail or whatever, and she's yeah. you know, she has her own ambitions. She's she's developing into her own character way more than the you know any any of the other ones. Because I don't like, even remember who's the little Talpini guy? I forget his name. I don't he died too, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So all, the te- like, immediately. all the Tempest Runners have like been dying. Like, I think, her, so. so exactly. Because of that, I think that if Marcian Rowe had a problem with Lorna D, I think he would just straight up kill her. <laughs> I don't think he yeah. would like lock her up. <laughs> like yeah. there's no there's True. no point for that. I think he would just straight up kill her. I think she's like, still in deep water if she does get free of this prison, if it's the Republic and goes back to the Nihil. So we might be seeing like a splitting we'll of the Nihil in a way, which we've yeah, been, well, which is we're interesting. Gonna eventually anyway. been brewing. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff happening in the High Republic that has yet to come to fruition, but that we already know about. I yeah. saw a tweet. 
Star Wars Explained tweeted something and someone responded and was like, I thought this was like wave two already. Like, man, we're going to get getting a lot of stories. And Kevin, Kevin Scott responded and it was like, we have stories for years in all caps. Yeah. So, which is crazy because the first year was phase one, but I guess phase two and three will have to be longer. I guess. Yeah. Probably. If they have stories planned for years. Well, I mean, years which, could just be two, but <laughs> still true. true. <laughs> it sounded like it was all capitalized years. So I'm thinking in, I don't know. Well, yeah, I would plan. guess that like, probably... phase two will last at least all of next year. And then we'll see from there what they're actually additionally they're going to do. Yeah. Oh, what we'll was see. I going to say? I started reading Race to Crash Point Tower, which mm-hmm. I really like because it picks up right where the Star Wars Adventures comics left off. And I didn't know that. And I was like, whoa, this oh, is great. Yeah. Have you, have had... you started that yet? I've read the majority of the Star Wars Adventures comics, and then I started reading Race to Crash Point Tower, and then I decided to have the wonderful idea to start rereading Game of Thrones and actually finish it, so I haven't really got back to it. <laughs> but um, I, I will. Game of Thrones fast enough, because uh, hey, out, out of the shadows comes out Tuesday. It's going much easier. We already easier. have it. We've had oh, it for like yeah, a month. True. <laughs> I forgot it comes out Tuesday. Yeah. Well, when this podcast drops... Uh, out of the shadows is going to be out. So, That's true. Mm, well, uh, time to put down Game of Thrones again for the like twentieth time. <laughs> so, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I kind of wanted to go around and talk about our favorites of the High Republic. So, I guess who's everyone's? I already said mine, sort of, but who's everyone's favorite? You know, a couple of characters, few characters, handful of characters from the High Republic Jeez. so far. Okay, glad you said handful. I got a handful. There's a lot. Glad you said handful. Glad you said handful. Marshan Rowe, love him. But aside from that, uh, I love Vernestra Rowe. I have loved her since the first concept art appeared of her. And I'm so excited to learn more about her in general because she's one of the main characters in Out of the Shadows. Um, Just super, super excited for that. She was in A Test of Courage and I loved everything about her like she's just a young jedi knight just learning how to really find herself and finds herself in the position of becoming a like uh, of mentoring another student like immediately and it's just like well that's a lot of responsibility but like she's handling it um and then she pops up in the comics and a few of them as well and i just can't wait for her to be in a young adult novel as well just to get more characterization for you because you can only do so much for like the middle grade novels so i'm excited for more of that and then additionally my other favorites have to be Loden Great Storm and Bell Zedifar, because they are just my favorite duo. And uh, gosh, just the ending of Rising Storm. I don't want to like spoil it, spoil it, but just like I'm not it's already, okay. It's already spoiled by you like, saying like just I'm just not okay. I'm just gonna Loden leave it at that. I'm not gonna tell you how it happens. We're not gonna tell you how it happens, but like No, for that you'll have anyway. to read books. Actually, are, Matt like straight up spoiled it at the end of our last uh, book club meeting. So, uh, anyway, Matt, who are your favorite characters? Okay, so Ty York, I've already kind of talked about her. She's great. Um, this kind of like independent, left the Jedi Order, but kept her lightsaber, and you know, is doing her own thing out in the galaxy, which I like because we haven't gotten a lot of that. You know, people always say when people complain about the Jedi Order, you know, one of the big criticisms of the Jedi Order is that they snatch you up when you're young. And they kind of, you know, quote unquote, indoctrinate you into the Jedi Order by, you know, giving you, feeding you all the information and all that. Um, And, you know, everybody always counters that with, well, you could always leave, you know, like the, the, the Jedi always allow whoever wants to leave the Jedi Order to just go. Um, And while, you know, I, I agree and disagree with that still being kind of rough because like you grew up at the temple, you know, surrounded by the Jedi Order your entire life. You can't just, you know, grab your things and go and start a new life somewhere after being raised in, a, in an environment that you only know. But anyway, we get that with Ty York. We finally get to see what happens to Jedi when they decide to just leave the Jedi Order. Um, and, she, you know, she goes off and picks a really cool job becoming a basically a monster hunter, a saber for hire for really anything. But her main focus is like hunting beasts. So I think that's really cool it's a really cool idea i especially like her in the rising storm when she's kind of 
because you know she doesn't really like the Jedi Order, um, and she's kind of coming back into into the fold and 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 clicking with other people. Um, I would also say my favorite Jedi so far might be Stellan Geos. I really, really, really like Stellan Geos. Um, he, I don't know. I have, I'm, AJ is going to kill me for saying this and I will say it and I will keep saying it. Uh, he reminds me so much of Obi-Wan. Uh, he is a very Obi-Wan-esque character to me. Uh, no, not just the reason, not the only reason. No, I was going to say the main reason behind Matt's choice and I'm not actually going to kill him, but <laughs> he's shaking his head vigorously over there. But the audiobook makes him sound like Obi-Wan. And I think they, 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 oh, that head. And they do. They do. But I, think I think you're cheating. But no, because one, he has a beard. Okay. But that's not also, <laughs> that's also not the reason he, Stellan comes across as a very collected, has a beard. prim and proper Later. Obi-Wan Jedi. has a beard. He I mean, doesn't come across. Qui-Gon. You mean Qui-Gon. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Obi-Wan has a beard. That's the whole point First of this. Of all, Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon has, has a beard. Same beard as Obi-Wan. Stellan has like the same luscious full beard as Obi-Wan. Something I wish I could grow. But I don't even think Obi-Wan has that luscious of a beard. Oh, Obi-Wan has a luscious beard? Where the heck have it's, you no, been? But, but Stellan about? has like a big beard. No, he doesn't. He has the same it's beard like, as Obi-Wan. Look it's at like him. a lumberjack beard. No, it's not. Yeah, Obi Wan has it... kind of a lumberjack esque beard too, but it's light. It's you know, like light colored, so it doesn't look as full in con- contrast. Anyway, <laughs> Stellan Geos is an incredibly calm, cool, collected, prim and proper Jedi. You know, he is basically like the face of the Jedi Order, and he and and he embodies what I picture to be the like. It's most of the quintessential traits of a Jedi in terms of like very under control, uh, you know, keeps himself very collected and under pressure. And he, you know, he pull he pulls that off very much. And he still allows himself to be emotional. One of my favorite scenes in uh, The Rising Storm involves Stellan and his emotions. Um, but in in that way, I see a lot of Obi-Wan in him. Um, I suppose it isn't. A, it's not a lumberjack beard. Although... No, it's not. It's not a bushy beard like I thought. But it, I love how Matt gave that heartfelt like description of why he likes Stellan Geo so beard. much, and AJ's just like, "Oh, it's because of the beard." No, no, it's because of the voiceover. It's not it, the voice. I have no doubt that when Mark Thompson sat down and read about Stellan Geos, he he literally was like, "Okay, that's just Obi Wan," and he read him like Obi Wan because Stellan is very Obi Wan esque. It's um, funny because like. I don't. He's also on my list of favorite characters, but I always just give you a hard time because you're comparing to Obi Wan, and I'm like, is he is he his favorite character because he's like Obi Wan? So I mean, honestly, I'm challenging you. I think I'm just drawn to those kinds of characters. I think Obi Wan is one of my favorite characters because of the traits he embodies, and I think Stellan is my, one of my favorite characters because of the traits he embodies. Um, let's see. <sighs> That's fair. Yeah. I would be okay. I was going to do another Jedi, but no. Uh-uh. I have to. I have to go with... Orbelin. Okay, Orbelin. <laughs> but he's also a Jedi, so... Yeah, I know. I can't, uh, I can't do that. But I'm... St- hold on. I'm struggling. I'm... Why am I struggling with his name? He's one of my favorite characters, and I can't even remember his name. Starts with a G. Yes, it does. with uh, Geode. It, it no, <laughs> no, it is not Geode, though I would have picked it should Geode. Be Geode. It should be Geode, but it's not Geode. It's, and I'm going to remember his name before I'm Googling it. I'm currently Googling it, and I literally just typed in Geode on, on Google, so thanks, guys. <laughs> um, holy, Lee Ox Jossie. I didn't have to Google it. Oh, Lee yeah, Ox yeah, yeah. Jossie, Space Matthew McConaughey, as described, as described by Claudia Gray. That is not from the book. That's not from the audiobook reading. You're you're basing it off the audiobook again. But again, the audiobook guy who read the the stories probably based his performance, which is very Matthew McConaughey-esque, on the fact that he is described as Space Matthew McConaughey. Leox Jossie is awesome. He is a spice fiend. He has like, he's like the like hippie, (laughs) laid back, cool dude of the galaxy like he's just totally 100 percent go with the flow um with his right hand man geode at his side um 
there are there's this one incredibly weird moment in Into the Shadows where he's literally where um, Into the Dark. Into the Dark. Yeah. What's the other? What's what's the other woman's the the one who's with him? Uh, Affy. No. Yeah, Affy. Yeah, you're Is right. Is it Affy? Affy. Yeah. No. Uh, where he, him and Affy are talking, and Affy's like, of all the places. Of all the vessels I could have ended on, why did I end up on the vessel? And why is my adoptive mother so fine with you? And he's like, oh, that's because I'm asexual. And I'm not going to make a pass at you. And she's like, what? And they get into like this conversation about like, and he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't care about that stuff. And she's like, okay. Um, and I just love that because he's so open. Yeah. He, he, it's like a bunch of those kinds of like weird moments where he'll just drop like personal information or like something random on it. Like there's another moment in the book where somebody is injured and he's like, well, just bring in some medicinal spice. And he's like a medicinal spice guy. And it's great. I love him. So Leox, Jossie, Stellan Geos, and um, Ty York, my three favorite High Republic characters. Cool, cool. I'm just going to rattle off some names here. Martian Rowe, which I already named. <laughs> Bell Zedifar. Great. See, I always go last, so I don't have much. I can't add much more to what you guys have always said, but uh keeve trennis no one named keeve trennis she is amazing and i think she is the most relatable of all the characters i think her and bell are the most relatable of all the characters in the high republic and definitely the most relatable jedi maybe ever to me just because you know they're younger than us keeves what like 16 18 i don't know she's very young and so is bell but i guess i kind of felt like how they feel when they were their age and I like, uh, there's an exchange in the comics where Keeve is uh, prominent. You know, she's the, the protagonist of the comics, pretty much, of the, the High Republic run, at least. And she runs into Avar Chris when she's still a Padawan. Because I think she's a knight now, right? Or she's yeah, a that's right before she gets, she gets knighted, knighted, I think is uh, what you're like talking about. Yeah, yeah, she meets Avar Chris, and she's like starstruck. And she's like, she's swearing in front of him and whatnot. Like, oh, Chris. I just think... <laughs> If she was able to be like in a, a series someday, I think she would just be so enjoyable because we can all kind of relate to her. And yeah, I can't wait to see where she goes in the comic uh, going forward. And I hope she gets to come into some of the books because I don't think she's been mentioned in any of the books yet. I don't to think my she knowledge. Has. Maybe she has because no. like, a lot is going Skier on. Skier has, but I don't think that she has. Skier, he's great too. My Skier. other two, uh, one was mentioned, Stellan Geos. He's amazing. I thought at first in Rising Storm, he was kind of like Mr. Perfect. And I was like, okay, I like him. But sometimes when a character is too perfect, I don't know. They don't click with me. But he had a lot of flaws as we, you know, Kevin Scott's a great writer. And as we got to the end of the book, he had a lot of flaws and still holding on to his master's lightsaber. Um, we, we had a spoiler yeah. warning earlier. So that was kind of like a nice little thing of, you know, that was the first time I was like, oh, he's not perfect. He's still holding on to something and he kind of has like an issue. Um, I and love he's, how like, he's in, able to let go of it. And I love it how, without. yeah, yeah, because he he's holding on to it for whatever reasons um, for attachment, and then he realized it was needed elsewhere, and literally allows Bell to use it at the end, and it's just like, <laughs> so it's big. I, That's big. You guys chose like three, and I'm just listing like five. But since we did some repeats, I think it's okay. I uh, my last one is Elzar Man. Elzar Man, who is Elzar, but I love Elzar Man. He's so he's also, I guess he's also pretty relatable because he's like one of the most human Jedi we've encountered, especially in the High Republic. Human. He's a little yeah. too human because, you know, he... Way not, too human. Do it. Do it. I had sex. <laughs> he had sex, guys, in Rising Storm. <laughs> spoiler sex, warning. With like Leox Le Jossi is the opposite of Elzar Man. <laughs> and he, it's weird because like someone made the meme of like the looking back thing of, an, you know, at the other girl and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And that's that. That is that's pretty much what Elzar Man has been. And this isn't why I like him, but we're just explaining. Uh, he kind of is in love with Avar Chris. Kind of. Kind of. He and is. Like, They're literally like in the book. It's like my Avar, my her. Avar, like, and it's like absolutely gone, bonkers, man. And literally, she's there's like, a line that's like between the sheets with my Avar, and it's yeah, like, whoa, dude, uh, whoa, yeah. Okay. Him and Avar have also done <laughs> things together, lots and lots of things. <laughs> Holy crap, I forgot about that. This I know. Yeah. I think Elzar. Elzar didn't forget about that. But nope, Elzar didn't. did not. Avar is like, excuse me, I fact, am Grand Marshal of the Starlight Beacon. I cannot be doing this right now. There's the a reason. point in time when he uses those memories in a, in, a, in a pretty big thing. And Stellan senses, like, everybody. Like, all the Jedi sense, like, his feelings and, like, what he's, like, he, like drawing his, like, 
feelings from like his memories and they're like whoa dude what the <laughs> hell like what is, who is this i uh the reason i like elzar so much is because I mean, I, he, you know, I said he's also relatable. He's very human, too human, and we see him struggle with the dark side in this. So I think immediately he's like a guy to got to keep an eye on. Literally, yeah, he's great. He's been yeah. he's been practiced, not practicing, but uh, tempted by the dark side, kind of. He's tapped into, into it a little bit. Yeah, he so, and a couple times I it in yeah. the Rising Storm again. Stellan and him draw up a plan to pretend to tap into it. But as a reader, as the reader, I don't think we knew it. And I was like, whoa, he's like force choking someone. And yeah, that was that a bit was, risky. I was losing like, my yeah. mind. I know. Yeah. So, and, and, yeah. He like does it. And then it's, ooh, oh, no. Matt <laughs> lost his mind and his camera. Oh. <laughs> I'm just telling the person who's waving at me for dinner that I'll be like five more oh, minutes. Okay. Oh, OK. Yeah, Matt, you're apparently he's at his uh, a relative's house. Yes, and you're I'm just in there you. like, I had sex. I know. <laughs> Oh, that's not nearly as bad as how it usually goes around here. So, oh, uh, boy. good, good. Ah, oh, family. Ah, uh, family. So, there uh, you have it. Well, our, anyway, so, uh, High Republic, we are super there excited. Were, there were two things I wanted to bring up. I'll go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Jorah Mali, who is yeah. a Jedi Master from The Light of the Jedi, she, spoiler alert, she dies like super early on. And I wish we got more of her. And I hope someday she's explored more. And, and connecting to Jorah Mali is her first apprentice, Des Rydan who I yeah. absolutely love as a character. And also we lost way too soon, although he didn't die per se. He gets like captured by the Drengir and tortured and manipulated into becoming like bad. And then he comes back to the light and then he wants to become like, I forget the, he takes He wants to oath. go like study. He wants to go on like a retreat type he thing. He takes the oath of like Baresh like... or something like that, where he, yeah. where he goes Silence off and, and to, like, strengthen and... his connection to the force. Um, and, and, and again, and and Reith's like, don't go. <laughs> I know. And Reith Silas, who's also a good character. I mean, yeah. Don't get me there wrong. There's so many good characters in this I'm book. In, 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 in all in of this them. World, in this world. Yeah. In this whole multimedia project. <sighs> right. Now we can Lots end it. Good. Now we can end it. There you have it, guys. The, the High okay. Republic. We can't... We hope if you haven't read the High Republic stuff or if you've just like, been a little bit into it, we know it's not on-screen media yet, but that doesn't mean it's great Star Wars content. Go. That doesn't mean it. Does, it's not up, great Star Wars content. Go look up the. Go look up the cliff notes for it if you want. Go look up the Wikipedia, but like go, read the books if you want. Take Listen the to time the to read the books. They they are really absorb worth this it, so. this knowledge that's out yeah. there because it's 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 really fun and it maybe adds I'll, so much to Star Wars. Maybe I'll make like a YouTube video summarizing Phase One once it's over or something. Hey, that would be good cool. Call, I'll, hey. keep you, I'll keep you guys updated on the story. That'd be a big series. But anyway, but thank, thank uh, you guys. Uh, oh, you got anything left? No, I was just going to say, I'm really glad we tricked you all into listening to this High Republic story by starting it off with a fun game show. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Thank you for letting us uh, concoct uh, Black Melee Run. Yes. Black Melee Run. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love it. her. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening and watching to the Holland Up Marauders podcast. You can find us on most social medias at Holland Up Marauders. On Twitter, it is just Holland Up Marauder. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of fun stuff all the time coming out. Lots of stuff on YouTube, lots of stuff on our Twitter. So check that out if you have a moment. So thank you so much for listening to the Holland Riders podcast. Yeah.